Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. A show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Episode 436 of Lave Radio, the show about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Psykit, and joining me in the Orange Sign Runner Bar for this episode, we have um, our, what is it, Banksy stunt driver? Is that what we go by now? Changes every week, we just make um, it up. Wait, hello, we've, hello. We've got Alec. Alec is here. <laughs> Buckyballer um, soon. I know, right? Buckyballer. <laughs> um, we also have um, our head of health and safety, um, Ben Ross Woodward, otherwise known as Edler Weiss. Jesus, don't tell Edler- everybody where you make it up. Don't give the game away, man. We have to, though. We make Everything is made up. All words and all sentences are made up literally on the spot unless we're reading and off the no, Nothing to, to do with reality either. Everything is chaos. Bad things just happen to people. It doesn't matter if you're bad or good. <laughs> Wow, we've gone deep early. <laughs> no, right. That's what she said. This is what happened. Sorry. Oh Sorry. my god. god. And oh. we're back out again. And we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Equilibrium restored. Um we we also, as you've as you've noticed by my my dulcet tones, um, I am not Colin, I am not Phoenix Defire, despite no, I'm not even going to say that. Colin's not here this week. We will we will see you soon, Colin. Love you very much, etc., etc., etc. In place, I've bullied him again, gang. Um, we have the Chris Mark Four joining us. Oh, let me let me turn to my page of the script. Hang on. Uh, good, um, good, good. Keep going, uh, keep going. You got it. You got it. Hello. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It was textbook wonderful excellent good stuff um if you wish you can join us live we are hanging out in game um are you at lave station ben we are, are, you we are at lave station yeah we, in, in, myself and chris are at lave along fantastic. with siberius and duck duck one 
Wonderful, wonderful. So you feel free to join us live. If you can't get in game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live and clicking on live chat and also on twitch.tv slash laveradio. There are other places available, but I'm not going to go into them now. Folks, how are you blinking doing? Let's start with Alec. What have you been up to? Hi, hi. I. What have I been up to? Um, usual nonsense of work and i don't know whatever eating and sleeping during the week but i have today uh, this afternoon i went to see the new dungeons and dragons film it's bloody fantastic it's so good isn't oh, it it's so good. good yeah it's a real roller coaster i loved it i wasn't you know some fil- some films have just got such great momentum and you're not bored from one second to the next it just it just moves from one scene to this. It's really good. Good fun. Yeah. Yeah, it really Excellent is. Fun. It's such a good film. Such a, such a good film. Have we all seen it? No. God damn I it, have. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, it, is, it, is it one of these films that would actually be spoiled by talking? Probably not. No. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very generic story. It, it, it really... Plot. There is a plot. It does, it does evoke... It does evoke time on a table um, as far as it evokes all of that nonsense that you get through playing playing a game of Dungeons mm. & Dragons. Um, is that actually it, an association with Games Workshop and, or people? Or, is actually, well, Hasbro. Or like, okay, so it's... Hasbro, yeah. yeah, and there's like um, all different sorts of um, D&D monsters in it. There's a beautiful mm. moment with the tabaxi that I absolutely adore. adore. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, I- I'm missing all sorts of in jokes not being a D&D player. I think I think you can I think well oh god we proper tangent town because you got me started on D&D and I just went with it. Um, I think it's one of those things that you can enjoy it on multiple levels. I know people who've gone to see it who genuinely don't play D&D don't really understand what's going what those references are and really enjoyed it and then this me doing like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen every 5 minutes and crying <laughs> when I see things that I've vocalized and and described to folks so often. So yeah, it was um yeah. it was, I mean, it was yeah. Like an emotional ethereal time for me, but anyway, what else have you been up to this week? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, in in game, I um I sort of finished my attempts at dicking around with various triangular things. So I at one point at one point on my ship, I think I had uh, some relics, some grillics, some guardian keys, some thargoid sensors, probes, and links. Uh, I can't remember. I just had all sorts of weird shit in my ship. And, um, <laughs> and then I, uh, um, we'll probably come on to it later, but I, I stuffed a load of it in um, shipping containers for a laugh. And then I decided to take it all into the maelstrom and drop it all in front of um, patrolling Thargoid ships. And I had about three attempts of, at that. And then one of the Thargoid ships blew me up and I lost a lot. Oh no! I hope it happens. I didn't know what else to do. I'd run out of ideas of what else to do with it anyway. Um, ah, yes, and now it's Buckyball next weekend. Uh, so this week I am practicing and root plotting oh, and building ships. Woohoo! It's time. It's time for the nonsense again. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Ben, what have you been up to, my love? I nearly got myself arrested today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, as, as I explained briefly pre-show, um, I a couple of weeks ago I, I managed to lose the case for my set of headphones, the charging case thing in me, Bobo, for my Bluetooth headphones. Um, and my case basically wandered around 
a mile radius of where I worked, settled down that evening, and my flatmate very nicely took me out to the area where it... Where, oh, I've got an AirTaggy thing attached to it, a Samsung AirTaggy thing, not an Apple one, uh, attached to attached to them. So, you know, when I lose them, I can find them again. It, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it said, your device is here. And I went there and I was like, can't find it anywhere. So I just, I basically, I gave up on it and went off and spoke nicely to to Sony and said, excuse me, can I get another case, please? And they said, yes, of course you can. Uh, give us some money. So I, I arranged all that and I got all the stuff and I wasn't really worried about it. But then it, it settled down and it settled down within about half a mile of my office. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and have a look. So lunchtime today, I took a toddle off, had a look, and much to my surprise, my phone actually connected to the tag. And when you connect to the tag, it goes off and says, you know, you get a little thing that's like warmer, colder, you know, go in this direction, try going in that direction, and you can ring it so you can hear the tag and things like that. And I'm basically wandering around a housing estate, staring at my phone, <laughs> playing hot or colder, trying to get to this thing. And I'm in a garage area with a car, some bins, and all of a sudden I hear, what are you doing, mate? And I just look around, I'm like, well, there's nobody here. What the hell's going off? Oi, what are you doing? And then I look up and I see somebody's got a ring doorbell uh, and the you know ring doorbell camera thing, and it was pointing at their car or their bins or something. And the guy's obviously been watching me, looking at my phone, trying to find my my tags, and he wasn't having any of it. Um, so yeah, he wasn't best impressed. Um, and started threatening nasty, horrible things when I was like, I'm being, you know, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm in public area. I've not touched your car. I've not touched your fence. I've not even, actually, I'm, I think I opened the bin lids to see if I could hear anything, but if I could hear anything when I opened, when, by opening the bins to hear my tag, just as a maybe kind of thing. Cause it's like, it says it's here. Wow. Did you hear um, it at all? I couldn't hear it at all. No. My feeling is somebody might have taken it into the house in one of three houses. And I did speak to another person and they said, we think we've seen it. We'll give you a call back. So they might have seen it and they might give you a call back. Wow. Um, and, but this guy was like, no, I've not seen it. Now piss off. I was like, okay, well, thanks. I mean, that's what you get for looking in someone's bins, I guess. Ben's yeah. gone all um, <laughs> Ben's gone all born identity on us. How? Felon Ben. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, if I was going to go for it, I'd have jumped over, you know, I'd have jumped over the fence or, you know, something. Cause, you know, it's like as soon as I got to the back corner and it was getting stronger as I moved towards their back garden. Now, in the back garden, they had, a sh they had it looks like they got a shed, and then there's the garden, but it could have been in, you know, I've, I guess, what, the range of connecting to something's maybe, what, 20, 30 metres or something? You know, so I don't know how far away I was, but... Wild. Yeah, so that, that was today? fun. 
Um, uh, apart from that, I've been, oh, I've been given some Indian Indian sweets from my flatmates. That was very nice of them. Um, and I haven't seen uh, that film, the Dungeons okay. & Dragons film, but I, I, I hope to at some point soon. It's all right. I won't hold it against you. That's absolutely yeah. fine. Okay. Chris, what have you been up to? Um, I've I've not been as as good as uh, Poirot off investigating the <laughs> the missing headphones, but um, I, I last week I had quite a busy week last week. Um, I I was working over the weekend and then I was uh, down south a bit for work and then I was right back up here again. So I was kind of knackered at the weekend and went into recovery mode. Um, I did my my usual Sunday show on Black Diamond FM on Sunday, and then I ended up taking my gran out for fish and chips. Uh, she got diagnosed as celiac a few years ago, and she's not been out for a chippy tea in ages. And I found out there's a, a place in Edinburgh that does gluten-free fish and chips in the chippy all the time. It's not like a special occasion thing. They just do it all the time. So I got to take her out for a, a fish and chip tea. So that was uh, that was quite nice. That was my little weekend. And yeah, it was, it was one of those Incredible. weeks. Incredible. Um, so it was fun and doing all that. Um, In-game, I am still on my mission to upgrade my suits. I finally got my Maverick suit up to grade four. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> I, I, have all the, I have all the components to put in. I'm now on the hunt for various types of data that I need. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm on that bit at the moment. But, uh, yeah, and, and enjoying it. Enjoying trying all the different sort of mission types as I try and collect the data. You've just reminded me, actually. I do. I did do one other thing this week. I completed my first ever ground CZ. Nice. Nice. You know. How low, did you find level. it? It was. It was. It was. You know. It's a low level one. Um, I really enjoy. I, I don't even know my weapons very well, but there's one that's a bit like a shotgun. And my favourite way of taking people out is hiding behind like something. And then suddenly running out, running right up to them, <laughs> blasting them in the face with a shotgun, and then running back again. It's really effective. <laughs> like I mean, a jack-in-a-box, but with shotgun. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't be doing with these machine guns that slowly sort of lift upwards so that, you you know, you have to keep trying to re- re-aim and the, the long-range thing's too slow and they just dodge out of the way. But just running up to someone and blasting them point-blank range with a shotgun's really effective. Yeah, it's really frustrating being on the other end of that, I can confirm. <laughs> Yeah, I've died many times at the hands of a particular person in the Twitch chat right now with their shotgun. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Who, who's the engineer? You have to complete 10 of these, don't you? So I'm sort of vaguely doing that. My, yeah. only, thing, my only thing with it is... Oh, I don't want to get into this. It's a bit of a bit of a bit salty. Go on then, give me some salt. I love well, it. it. It's just not elite. Like it, you know, it's like I quite enjoyed it for a bit, and then I, how I felt was I'd quite like to go back to playing elite now. Thank you very much. Really? Oh, I, yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel like that is that's like I miss that when when I've been playing, <laughs> um, when I've been doing because like we've we've talked about this loads that I haven't got out, I hadn't got out on my ship for friggin' ages because Frontier were scared to do anything which involves Zero Odyssey content. We've discussed this at length at this point. Um, so when when I do, it feels like a little treat for me now when I'm doing like on on ground combat and on foot yeah. combat. I don't know. I don't know. Each to their own. And that's why there's so many different multiple facets and ways that you and can play the game. That's what's so great about it. 100%. Yeah. 
I love it as a distraction from everything else that's going on. It's like you can do the frontline thing for a little bit, have a little pew pew, and then you could run off and do something else if you want for mm-hmm. a little bit. It's, yeah. it's like it's a palate cleanser almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. I like that. Awesome. Awesome. And what have I been up to this week? Well, um, I went to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie, but I've covered that quite substantially, um, which was really, really good. What else have I been up to? Not much. Um, Teaching myself lots of different new um, ways to dick about with graphics in After Effects. Um, It was... It was husband's birthday yesterday, so we took a little trip into into um, Cardiff um, and had just uh, did, did some shopping in Cardiff. Bought some Lego, um, which was which was nice. It's been um, yeah, I haven't really done an, done an awful lot in game. I went back and did some AXCZs. Haven't done them for a couple of weeks, and that was really fun. Um, but yeah, aside from that, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's just been a good week. Um, I've managed to get out of the house a little bit because it's getting warmer and it's nice and I feel like I can stretch my legs a bit and I'm doing better at walking, kind of. I have to take breaks, like day breaks when I don't do a lot of walking, but I'm getting there and it feels like legitimate improvements when the opposite is seeing like everything that's going well with me is having the opposite effect with um with Kate at the moment so we've um we've done a little we did a little bit of fundraising last week to um get um get her some extra mobility aids and extra help help with that because you know what the NHS is like she'd be waiting forever and then she'd probably more grumbles but um yeah it's been um it's been quite a busy week been quite a busy week which is quite why i'm quite glad that i'm going to take a week off next week i've made the decision that i'm going to take a week off next week i'm probably going to do lots of stuff and work really hard and doing other things but i'm going to take a week off speaking of i'll say it at the top of the show given the fact that we're here no live radio next week gang just to let you know we'll mention it again later but just letting you know right now um moving on then um, as um, another a host would say, what have the devs said this week? Absolutely fuck all is what the devs have said this week. <laughs> um, we've had, we did have notification that there's no Friendshift Live this Thursday because there's no staff availability. Um, don't worry, lads. I got you. I've got it. Just j- tune into twitch.tv slash psychic instead and we'll get it done. We will, we will again have nothing to say and it'll be fine. That that's obviously a joke. Um, it's not a problem, but um, clearly there's nothing there's nothing to say, and there's no one available because it's used to break. Anybody has a problem with that? Tough, tough. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would quite like the elite channel to go live and it just to be you sitting in an armchair going, "Nah, guys, they're not streaming this week. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. In, a, in a few weeks, yeah, like not this week, mate." Just open a big book and start reading a children's story. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the most exciting thing, I mean, with the the console things, that, that came around this week, didn't it? That got turned on. It, it did. did. Was there not a tweet about yeah. it, though? There might have been a tweet about it, but I think that's been about as it... And I know there's a, there's a forum thread that Sally is watching. 
There's a PSA. Have we got it in the show notes at the Do end? Think we, do we? Maybe I, not. The PSA, no. was based, the PSA amounted to, it's open again. Come and get it. But basically the PSA is yeah. there was some rumour that as a workaround for the bug in the console thing, people started deleting their um, their legacy account. Don't don't delete your legacy account. Oh, okay, I've not heard that one. Frontier have fixed the portal. Do not go and delete your legacy account. Okay. I think that was the main thing. Why why Okay, do not do that. Do not absolutely absolutely do not do that. Yeah. No, and also it. no discovery scanner. I guess it's worth mentioning after yeah. the, well, that, uh, after yeah. the furore last well not furore that's exaggerating it. Also like two people went, "Oh yeah, I don't really want it because you're saying it's discovery you say discovery scanner and I'm not getting news. What's the can say that there's news?" To be honest, it is kicking off a bit on the forum, but to be honest, it really sounded like Sally was already thinking of not doing it every week anyway. So Mm. I I, I don't think it was that one guy's fault. Yeah, well, if I need a scapegoat, I'm calling a scapegoat. (laughs) Yeah, if you do need a scapegoat, then then it is that one guy's fault. But if you don't, then I think Sally was thinking of doing it anyway. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. So it's all good. It's... Oh. I mean, they really can't win, can they? They really can't. I, no. I thought about this long and hard. I thought, what do I actually want Sally to do? Do I want her to do it every week or do I not? And I thought, yeah, you just can't win, can you? Do, do whatever you think's best, Sally, because, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I trust. I, I, like, I, love, I love that woman to pieces. I will fall on my sword for that woman at any opportunity. So it is not a problem. You do whatever you want, Sally. You cannot do wrong in my eyes. Um, okay, so after that jam-packed full development news, um, I guess we should move on to the in-game events. What's happened this week? We actually do have quite a few, um, we've had quite a few Gownet articles, which has been refreshing. We sure have. Yeah, it's, and there's been, been a lot of, um, a lot of stuff which we, it's going to fall into our main topic, um, so... What what we'll do is we'll cover this really really quickly and then we'll we'll kind of talk more about the, the about this a little bit later in in our main topic. So on the thirty first of sorry on the thirtieth of March we had um, Aegis publishing the personal statement from Sarah Janae who claimed to have evidence that Salvation planned to escape death. Um, basically, the stuff that we found from the um, the previous audio logs um, with a little bit more. Gravitas and uh, an actual statement coming from um, Aegis. Um, so are saying that Salvation is alive and in Guardian Tech and um, Aiden Tanner saying, using it as an opportunity to say in kind of like a really mirrory speech of what um, Asimov said, um, if you attack us, you're going against um, all of the superpowers, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, anyone feel free to jump in at any point. It's not a problem if I if I miss something or I get something wrong. Um, then on the 31st of March, we had um an assassination out of absolutely nowhere because it tends to be the case that if assassinations are signal boosted and planned, the assassinations don't tend to happen. Um Joe Johann Fleischer, um, the head of Kane Massey. 
was shot and killed on Mars in um, a, a, a seminar um, of all places. And everyone went, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Now, can <laughs> someone remind me, who, who were Kane Massey? Just a moment. Um, Kane Massey were a, um, they're one of those, they're a company that have rebranded and rebranded and rebranded. Um, so they were originally Howlett, Kane and Calvair. Um, they began, they were mining, um, and they were then, they had lots of like scandals. They then rebranded to Massey Haulage. Or they were merged with Massey Haulage. So it was Howlett, Kane and Calvair merging with Massey Haulage. And they were reinventing themselves as your local mining company. Um, with the rebranded corporation Kane Massey. Now there was a Kane Massey versus Torval Mining CG not too long ago. Yes. And yes, that's about... That. that, like, by all means, anybody correct me if I'm... If I'm wrong, I'm looking mostly at Katie in that. Um, anybody correct me if I'm wrong with any information that I've already said. Feel free, get in the comments, do your thing. It's absolutely fine. You're um, stating this was all the assertion of ChatGPT, yes? I know, right? I'm I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to know what I'm saying. What's, what's the name of the mining company that became Azabeth Biotech? Um, Taurus Mining Ventures. Okay. Is is that the one you were just talking about? That went no, Torval Mining. Torval Mining. Um, it's two different. Isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of asteroids and a lot of mining to be done in the yeah, galaxy. But... <laughs> I don't think anybody's really got a monopoly at this point. Um, yeah. So uh, that happened. The silly question, I guess, there, and I don't know if there's an answer to this. Who are they and why do we care? So that's a really good question. Um, and then on... on the 3rd of april we had um a response from azimuth biotech who went yeah no this this bird's crazy um you're not doing that but also they mentioned the utopia project in that article and um i live quite far way away from my sister and i heard her cheer from where i was (laughs) But yeah, they mentioned the mentioned the Utopia um, Utopia article on on that, and it was um, they basically uh, the Utopia article, the Utopia Commune um, or Utopia Project. Why not both? Um, but they said it's only the Utopia Project that have had anything to do with AI. Absolutely not, not a not a case at all, um, which is what we expected. Um, as I'm to say. And then today, yesterday is the 4th of April, today we've also had a Gowner article, Imperial Assassins Stoke Superpower Tensions. So basically, Kane Massey went, yo, Torval, you're the one who did it. You, you're the one who attacked um, and killed um, Johann Fleischer. Um, so more superpower shenanigans. Indeed, where is this all going? It's, exactly. It's really out of the blue, isn't it? Isn't yeah, the, it, it's been it's been fun to see a lot of um, there's like there's lots of players, new players stepping into the ground, or like old players who've kind of not really been doing a lot, who are going, oh hey, remember us? We're here. Um, 
just remember that we're here maybe <laughs> i don't know the thing actually backtracking slightly because i yeah, think i think yeah. in our main discussion we're going to focus more on the um on the salvation bit of this so i mm-hmm, do probably just touch on this the what really amused me with it with the assassination story was that the um what was it the assassin used a modified um Blah blah. blah. Whatever the weapon was, whatever the it's a plasma sniper rifle, I think, isn't it? Executioner, the Manticore executioner. So every single comment on the forums was like, (laughs) "Why didn't he just step out the way?" (laughs) Yeah, why didn't the person just step out the way, get a cup of tea, (laughs) sort of come back before the projectile actually got to them? Unless, unless there's signal boosting that we're getting faster projectiles. Well, it, it was it was modified, modified in quotes. Well, it would have to be. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, that no, that was that was quite funny. funny. You're, you're right, it was quite funny. Anyone have any... You know what? Let's save it until a bit later. Um, what we have missed is on Saturday, it was um, everybody... Nobody ever, like, gets caught by anything along these lines, but it was everybody's favourite time of the year, um, and it, it was April Fool's Day on Saturday. Um, it was quite full on. There was quite a lot on there. Yeah. Should we go down um, the yeah, absolutely. We had um, Elite Dangerous tweeted out saying that an unidentified vessel had been spotted. That is. Oh, I'm going to totally get this wrong. It. it I know. It's a reference. I didn't get the reference. Actually, it's a 40k reference, isn't it? Warhammer 40k. So um, the, the picture, I'm assuming the shape of the thing in the picture, a lot of people went, oh, I recognise that, right? Yeah, it's, um, it's, okay. oh, God. I think it is the main warship of the Grey Knights. I need, I need my husband to clarify that for me because I'm looking at some of his figurines up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I confess this. No, nope, I've been here. involved. It, it was a 40k ship. I'm I'm sure he will I'm sure he will let me know what it was. It was a 40k ship. I'm not entirely sure which one it is. I thought it was something to do with the 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 some some army that I've played as before, but it's from the from the frontier the, the frontier game that was released, I believe. I might be completely wrong. The foundry just, game even. I've just had an idea. Can we can we each rank these April Fool jokes out of five? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I love giving things arbitrary scores. Right, let's do it. I, I think this one was was weak. I'm going to give this two out of five, Frontier. Two out of five. Two out of five. Um, two out of five Grey Knights. Apparently it was a baleful addict. I don't know. I, I'm probably got that wrong. I will take your word for it. I'm I'm not going to correct you. I only got that it was uh, the Warhammer reference because of the heretics line. Yes. And I just yeah. remember from watching it that heretics was shouted a lot. So I was like, Heresy. okay, I get it. Heresy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I recognised the ship, but I couldn't have said the ship type. So I did get what they were getting at, but... Okay. School? Out of five? Out of five, Ben? Honestly, I, I like the idea, so you know, it didn't fool me, but I liked the idea. I'd give it a, it's a solid three and a bit. 
Sorry, three and a bit. Oh, cool. Technical. We're, we're going to do, we're going to decimals, but we're using bits instead. Um, yeah. Chris, what for? I'll, I'll, I'll also go with a free, and it could have been improved by the the Warhammer people sharing a picture of an elite dangerous ship. Yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. That would have elevated it. Yes. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. I am going to give it a two only because of the obligatory oh, don't fall us with new ships frontier how dare you comments <laughs> that came from some people oh. <laughs> um okay next thing that was there was um we had an article posted to us i think it went in the um, anti-xenia initiative discord as well talking about um electronic arts acquisition of, of frontier is that the one I don't remember that one. I confess. Hang on, let me pull it up. Um, Yeah, in a surprising move, EA Games announced today that it has acquired the intellectual property rights for Elite Dangerous with a link from the um, Antivino Initiative um, within brackets, no paywalls. So obviously you're going to click on it because it seems legit and it took you straight through to um, uh, a little-known song by a um, a, a musician called Rick Astley. Um, I'm sure we'll make it big someday, but it was never going to give you up Something about um, something about Disney and Pixar, I reckon. That's such a bad joke. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. I'm going to give it four. Four out of five. Purely because of Ventura's reaction, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I, I didn't see it. I only saw it in retrospect. So, um, But, I mean, it's a classic Rick Roll, isn't it? So um, you've got to get three for a Rick Roll. Yeah, Especially uh, if you get people to click on it. It was a classic Rickroll, very well done. I understand Norman's point, but I found it funny. So, yeah, I'll give it a good four as well, I think. I think I'm going to stick with my theme and and give it a three. I'm going to give it a three. Mainly, it goes up one point for Rick Astley. Nice, nice. (laughs) Um, Do you want to take the next one, Alex? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm trying to do scores as we go along, but I'll, I'll pause my maths for the next one. Uh, <laughs> the next one, actually, again, I, I didn't see much of this. I think it was a, I saw a clip. Um, it was like a screenshot from Discord, so I wasn't in the Canon Discord. But LCU, no full light one. Um, uh, I think someone posted something. Oh, oh, no, it was a codex post. So, okay, m- maybe someone knows more, but this is from a bot. Yeah, so... This so is, is this a trusted bot? Anyway, the bot said, Commander LCU No Fall Light One has discovered Thargoid Titan Mothership 15284765 in System Cephei Sector BVYB4. And I'm assuming lots of people then rushed to said system to try and find the Titan Mothership. But, but quite quite probably um that that bot they have a um so canon have a chatty discord and they have an alerts discord and that bot is one of the bots that um just pings whenever there's like an alert from um uh any sort of reporting thing that you're using so if there's something new it will tend to sort of like flag it up to say that that's something so it it on on all face of um, all faces of it looks pretty legit and it's pretty funny if it had been a random commander having found it, I think I would have fallen for it a little. I might have fallen for it. But, um, Does anyone know if the numbers mean anything? The 152847. I spent a little while trying to decode those, but gave up. I've got no idea. 
I like it. I like I like getting a bot, a trusted bot to play to play the April Fool. I think that's bonus points. I might give this. I might give that four. Actually, like that. I think I'm gonna give that four and a half. I enjoyed that one a lot. I am also going to give it a four because I think it was quite ingenious to use the bot in order to send the message rather than sort of posting it out. However, a bit like what I did with Frontier, I'm going to have to deduct a point because that was a prime opportunity for LCU to give us a rendition of Never Going to Give You Up. Oh, Christ, no. Oh, God. So are you back down to three? No, it would have been a five. He's down to four. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Um, Marks out of five for LCU's Titan Mothership. Yeah, I'll give it a good four. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a a nice attempt. Well done. What do you win? Nothing. Just random humans on the internet. Yeah, you you (laughs) win the internet. Um, We also had on the arm for being the best April Fooler. Wow! Wow! What what an accolade. Um, we also had, um, I don't know if anybody's heard of this commander. It's um, Alec Turner. Um, he found some strange shipping containers. I did. Yes. This looks uh, so good, Alec. I love it so much. It was all right, wasn't it? I, I mean, I, I sort of did, I, it wasn't originally going to be an April Fool. It was like I said, it was just in the middle of last week. I was fooling around with all these things. And then... I just got distracted by a um, what are they called? Um, un un something signal on a planet surface, not unclassified. Can't remember. But anyway, I went down there and it was one. It was actually it was three shipping containers which I hadn't really seen before. It was three shipping containers in a little triangle, <clears throat> and you shoot the guards and you cut open the panels and they're mostly full of hush and push and you know full of drugs. And then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I backed up the SRV and then tried to fill the containers with um, Thargoid and Guardian relics? And I had some success and got some great screenshots. I think that was Thursday. And then just thought, you know what? I should sit on these screenshots until Saturday and then release them as an April Fool. Which I did. And it was... um, And I, I did it properly. So I, I I actually Googled this to make sure I hadn't imagined it, but you're meant to reveal your April Fool by midday. So not mm-hmm. a great window of opportunity, but I posted my screenshots at about nine in the morning. And then at um, midday, I released a, a video of me writing April Fool using the SRV. Fantastic. And I will, I, I'm not going to say who this is. I won't reveal their identity, but the best thing about, most people didn't fall for it, but, you know, Burr immediately posted the uh, newsroom gif of I don't believe you. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, I did have a, a, a PM from somebody who said, um, got quite excited, thought they were probably random spawn locations, but was very interested and might well take a trip out to do some um, videoing. And then how much later? Yeah, just over an hour later, sent me another PM that said, oh, bollocks, you twat. <laughs> which made my day incredible absolutely incredible i love that that's so funny um oh marks for alec gang alec give yourself a mark <laughs> no i have to abstain i'll do I'll, I'll take an average of three I'll, I'll abstain from giving myself a mark that's not fair. okay i will um i think this was i think this was really solid i will give give a um a four and a half 
I'm going to jump in and give Alec a four, I think, because I I didn't actually know that those sites had little cutty panels that you could steal stuff from. So so now I'm going to check them out. I've learned something new. (laughs) I think, does one of the engineers need push? And so I discovered quite early on. it's domino. Right. So I I discovered that this was the place, or used to be the place to get push. Ah, okay. I think I'm going to give Alec a good solid... 4.999, 4.999, I think. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, it was a solid thing. It was, It's within realms of believability. The only issue is, obviously, you post it on the day. And, yeah. and then, obviously, you know, you drawing April Fool's on your SRV, that's just classic Alec, isn't it? Yeah, I wanted to have a good punchline. Yeah. The next one that we have here is um, uh, the Ship Interiors YouTube promo from Elite Dangerous, um, who are, it's a French YouTuber, I believe, um, spelt the the same way to... The French way. Yeah, spelt the French way. Why am I making that such a such a hardship? Yeah, it's a, it's a good enough video. It's It's pretty believable. Um, they've, they've done a, they've done a good job, um, using bits that we've had from other, with, that we've seen in other videos, um, to put it all together. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. No. Do you know, it actually caught me out, the name of the, 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 um, <laughs> I, I didn't spot the Elite Dangerous, so I thought it was official. And then, I mean, I immediately got that it was, a, you know, that it was an April Fool's spoof, but I thought, what I thought was, that's pretty ballsy of Elite Dangerous to make an April Fool about ship interiors. Mm. Top level trawling. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And then it was only later that I spotted that it wasn't Elite Dangerous and thought, okay, it seemed a bit on the edge for Frontier to make a joke about ship interiors. Yeah, a little bit on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, It kind of get me for that reason, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll, I'll I'll give it a solid three. I'll also go with three. I think. Yeah, I, I'm going to go two and a half, mostly because a little bit too on the nose to what we actually want, or what some people want anyway. They're funny though, April Fools, aren't they? Are they? It's a really fine line between just being mm. an outright lie and a, and a joke. It's like where do you? Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is tricky. I remember, I remember there was a, a long time ago when I was at, when I was a little bit younger that like a lot of my friends were posting were posting like either engagement announcements or pregnancy announcements and then getting the backlash when it turned out it wasn't true. I'm glad that kind of shit doesn't wow. happen anymore. Uh, yeah, I can't picture doing a, a pregnancy. Yeah, I, like a... friends of mine have done have done shit yeah, like that, okay. or, no. and they've just been like. Um, Please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. Very bad. Not good. Yeah. Um, we. What was the next one? Um, Astro put um, put a star citizenship in Elite Dangerous and did it really bloody well. Yeah, a lot of work went into that because mm. there was a follow up video which was him showing how he did it. And, I've um, not seen that one yet. It's it's I think really that's the one that's linked from the um, from the show notes is the how he did it. Yeah, okay. I think it is. So I mean. Yeah, so if you didn't see the original either, Ben, so it was like, it was a, a I, I fairly slow... I saw the original, the original was very good. For the listeners, it was a slow pan around a, a landing pad inside a 
you know, one of the Coriolis stations or something. But there was a star citizenship just beautifully landed on the pad from, that you saw from all angles as the camera mm. panned around it. Very nicely done. And the lighting, it was, yeah, it was a lot of work. It's beautiful. Lots of lots of simulations were run to make that happen. <laughs> I don't think it fooled anybody for a second. I don't think anybody thought star citizen ships were actually coming to Elite Dangerous, but it was... Well, there, there is a done. ship that, from an angle, looks incredibly like an asp. I mean, I mean, there's only so many shapes. Yeah. Until, but, like, shapes that look capable of spaceflight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the Nomad from the front, which is basically a space, um, oh, like, flatbed truck kind of thing. You know, it's actually got, you know, the whole, the, the, the haulage area is exposed to vacuum. You know, it's a, it's a flatbed. Uh, mm-hmm. But from the, from in front, it looks like a. Uh, it looks Fancy. like a, uh, 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 it looks like an explorer, yeah. Cool. Uh, and then you see it from the side. It's like, yeah, it's really not. But <laughs> well, just for the amount of effort, for the amount of effort that he put into doing it, and the fact that it looks so nice, um, it is. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to give him a three and a half. I'm going to go for a four for this because of the effort and also getting, you know, sort of showing us how he, how he messed around with it afterwards as well. He did a good little reveal. The amount of effort to go into like a little one day thing, uh, a mm-hmm. lot. So, yeah, I'm going to go four. Yeah, I think I'll go four as well. The only way it could have been improved if he obviously he should have done the inverse and had a Cobra in Star Citizen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. You should have done more work. You should have done more, more work, work that nobody would have fallen for. That, that feels... <laughs> that I feel that in my soul when you say something like that, Ben. Oh, my gosh. Um, then, it would have been appreciated. Yes. Then Loose Screws did a 53 minutes um, Golden Screws episode, which <laughs> J- apparently Jay and Trax is insisting is not a joke. Alec... What? Yeah, I'm laughing now. I mean, so yeah, I'm quite yeah. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't even realise it wasn't the the day that they normally do their download. That it was a day early. Anyway, I went to work on Monday, grabbed the Loose Cruise podcast, shoved it on my iPad, you know. So I get onto the train and I stick it on to listen. And after about five minutes, I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Because they were literally just reviewing an episode of The Golden Girls. <laughs> so then I sort of thought, okay, April Fool, very funny. So I fast forwarded maybe ten minutes, and they're they're reviewing it in depth, like they're really into it. They've done the research, they've watched it, they're they're reviewing this half hour episode of Golden Girls, like minute by minute. Um, and I basically ended up fast forwarding the whole thing because I'm looking for my little hit of Elite Dangerous on a Monday morning. Um, but no, they spent 53 minutes reviewing an episode of the Golden Girls for their, for their podcast. That's um, incredible. They're just trying to get, get their episode numbers up, aren't they? They're just trying to branch out to the Golden Girls fans market. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I imagine that the Golden Girls and the Golden Girl fan and Elite Dangerous fan Venn diagram is practically a circle at this point. 
But do you know what? Fair play to them. And they did release a proper episode today, which I've only just started listening to. So they didn't even cheat us out of an episode of oh my really dangerous discussion. So I suppose, I mean, at the time I posted in their Discord and went, ha, 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 joke on you. I didn't listen to a minute. And you had to spend <laughs> 53 minutes doing it. But apparently they really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, fair play. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is they need to do exactly the same joke next year for the next episode. <laughs> God, can you imagine? They'll, they'll just start doing a new monthly podcast where they do a monthly review of every single Golden Girls episode. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm dig into it. it. Dig into it and do yeah. it for a whole year. Big deep dive, big deep dive. And then the following April Fool's comes on and you're like, yeah, guys, we, we were shitting you for an entire year, but we're actually really quite enjoying it now, so we're going to continue. So I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give it four because there's a there's good effort in it, but um, it wasn't. <laughs> there was no elite content, guys. <laughs> it was it was too off topic. You you doctor point for the fact that there was no elite content. Yeah. I I haven't listened to it. I think it's magnificent. I'm going to give them the full five. <clears throat> nice, nice. Uh, I I am going to give them a four. I think because they've taken what would be one of our tangents but turned it into an entire podcast. So I've got to give them credit for that. Incredible, incredible. We should do a D and D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's none of those. I honestly I'm gonna I'm gonna go be harsh on this. I'm gonna just give them a two because it's not actually elite related. How very dare you. Wow. Yeah. It's a genius idea. They put a lot of time and effort into it, so but it, there's no not even trying the elite content. It can probably be argued that Astro maybe put a little bit more effort in, but hey, let's not go there. Um, they also posted, there was an article on the Discord that they posted on um, on April the 1st that was supposed to, it looked like it came from um, like a, uh, like a Galnet article, but it was saying um, uh, Pranav Antal discovered aiding salvation, which um, given an article a couple of days later, it's quite funny, actually. Um, I really liked it. I got tagged. Um, and that's why it drew my attention to it. I thought I'm going to give that. I'm going to give that a four because I thought it was so close. I I'll also be fair. I think I'll give it a three. I didn't see this one. Um, what's what? I'll, I'll have to give it an average. Hang on, I've lost track. Uh, you gave it four, didn't you? Suck it. Four. I did. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what did you give it? I gave it a three. Three. I'll give it a three and a half. That's nice and in the middle, isn't it? I'll go three and a half as well. I'm in Alex's shoes. I, I've not seen it, I'm afraid. Yeah, I got tagged in it. So that's why that's why I saw it, because obviously I've been harping on about this for a while now. Um, you talk about Daddy's Avalon? No. I know, I know. Me, well, m- mostly about the Utopia Project. And the the similarities and it finally popping up. We have the winner of the the punch in the arm for being fun. I believe is Alec. Well, that's awkward. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see Alec give him a punch. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it must be said that Live Radio does not condone violence in any way. Um, also coming in second is LCU. So you know, punch him as well. But please don't punch him. Um, uh, no, you get, maybe punch him in the throat. No, 
Wow. That won't help everybody. You're doing the world a favor <laughs> if we do that. Um, you have to punch him hard. Do, do though, if anybody, if anybody else saw any other April Fool's jokes around the Elite Dangerous um, uh, sphere and world and community, do let us know um, by getting in those comments and um, telling us. Don't forget about to it. like and subscribe. No, no, no! Just get in the comments. <laughs> um, moving, moving away from April Fools um, on a very. On a very awkward case of, t- of um, timing, um, uh, them the MROC um, posted on EDDB saying that um, they were closing closing EDDB. That's right, isn't it? Just to clarify, yeah. yeah. He's not been playing Elite Dangerous for a while, and you know, the community's awesome. We all love the community, but. His code's a mess. He's got no time. Yeah. And he's not playing the game either. So. And, and he doesn't. And, yeah. I understand it's costing him like a, a fuck ton of money. I as well would not to be surprised. It, by it, that. Like the amount of traffic that goes to DDB, DB, I'm not, yeah. I would not be surprised at all. I would um, not be surprised at that either. But, um, but 07 the Rock, thank you for your yeah. um, you amazing for your site um, that I have used a lot. And I'm now going to try and find somewhere else that does. I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to find information on Inara as well, but um, uh, 07s to you. Thank you so much for um, helping me when I started out playing Elite Dangerous and probably yeah. helping out most other commanders as well. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, to clarify, be... as well, in case people are curious, I believe he was prepared to sell the domain if anyone wanted it. That's but right, he's, yeah. Yeah. The, the code he's is pretty shonky apparently and he doesn't really want it out there he does not want to <laughs> die for other people like tinkering with it yeah. so, so he's uh, he PSA possibly it. actually all the data is available through the API at least up until Easter weekend yeah so if we get the show out quickly or if you're listening to it live or on YouTube you have until the weekend to download the data at least in JSON format um well, obviously, it won't be updated or anything like that. And it's Jason. It is. It is. It. It's be what it be. Um, it was. It was great while we had it. That's. Yeah. Oh, and he's. Um, he's also. He's deleting all the. It doesn't really gather much personal data, but obviously, people have logins. He'll. He's got logins and stuff. Yeah, logins cool. of whether you want dark mode or light mode. So he's deleting all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Um. Also, in things not being available anymore, or um, mod mod makers or third party app people not doing any more stuff, um, George Costanza, um, the creator of ED HUD mod, um, was is saying farewell to Elite as well. Um, he did leave us with a really beautiful picture um, with some AI generation, but not a lot of AI generation. Really, really pretty picture um, with a, a lovely um, a lovely post on the forums about it as well and the fact that he was moving on. Because I think he's gone from this being a hobby to him now wanting to make developing like a full-time job. Is that right? Could be something like that. I believe with this one, incidentally, that um, there are other maintainers of EDHM. Uh, and I think his post said something about not 
training some somebody up was was the wrong word, but basically helping someone else understand it. So so this one might well get maintained. This one's had an odd relationship. I don't know if anyone's followed the EDHM forum thread, and I think the same guy so does the thing which uh, changes. Uh, what is what is it? It's like a, it can completely changes the interiors of ships so not just the hud but like the lighting all around the inside yeah that that's edhm does that as well i believe i know he spent a long time reaching out to frontier to try and get it sort of formally approved and i think i suspect frontier are very tactfully chosen to say nothing Um, Mm -hmm. which means you know if you make them say something, they might have to say no. So I think it's quite possible that Frontier have actually been quite generous and by yeah, choosing not to say I, yeah. anything. And he's, yeah. he's also, he also says that in his post, like, thank you to the FDFDF for allowing EDHM to continue all of these years. Because right, it, right. it is, it airs on the side of, it's pushing that line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it is beautiful. I mean, it's been on my mind for a long time to install it. And, and but I, I, I confess I don't, but um, it, the, Things it can do with the hard are just yeah. staggering. It's it's bloody beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I'd say with it is that I believe <coughs> every, every time there's a sort of fairly majorish update of Odyssey, this might have stopped actually. Now that they've stopped doing sort of significant optimization passes and things, but I think there were certainly several updates where it. it EDHM needed a bit of a rewrite before it worked again because they keep changing the shaders and so um without solid maintenance this one could fall into disuse I guess I hope not it's a great tool yeah uh yeah it's not something that I've ever used because anytime I change the colors I stop being able to see the writing um I've discovered and my eyes are shot to shit so I don't like to do that but the the, and the orange seems to work but for those of you who who have been using it I hope you can continue using it with other folks that he's he's working with to make sure that that gets gets developed and helped out has anyone got anything that they would like to add on the back of these I mean, the, the HUD colour changing thing is, is one of those options that probably should be in the game. At least it's, at least for colour blind options, 100%, I agree with you. Yeah, okay. like a little bit of contrast and stuff. It's, it's one that should be in there. I can understand that it's maybe not top of the, the pecking order over at Frontier, but it seems like a good thing that could be added in. And yeah, just to add to the chorus of what everyone else has said, well done to these maintainers that have been running these applications for all this time because it's a huge amount of effort that goes into it. And like Alex said, every time there's an update to the code, you need to tweak something here or there and to, to make it work. So so well done to the folks for keeping those things running. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those kind of things are just like, it's it's access, it's accessibility. Maybe with, with if, if that does go or if that does sort of disappear maybe we can put off up frontiers arse and get them to do something with regard to um accessibility for those people with color blindness rather than having to rely on a third party mod but that's just me um and it's because he makes a really good point because they don't know why it's not making the money on the arc store because that should be i mean that's a good good good, good idea but if you can just change the color it's a good idea to do that um i think though it is that time of the week again Store a lot. In the 
we do have a store alert this week. Um, the sale is over, so there's new skins in the store. And these are skins for your Viper Mark III. I say your Viper Mark III like everyone's got one. Um, these are quite cool, I thought. Mm, the, yeah, the Hunter hunter skins, aren't they? I, I, I like the locate one, the orangey one. Locate one. Locate, yes. Yeah, it's Hunter Locate and then Hunter Capture. You see, after we complained a few weeks back that their um, that their various skins were called the brown one, the black one, <laughs> the green one, and the blue one, they've started giving them funky names. So the orange <laughs> one is now Locate, and the cyan one is Capture. And then we have a yellow and black one, which is Apprehend, Ooh, and cool. a red and black one, which is Execute, and a, a cyan one, which is a, Extract, that are also on um, on the website. They look really nice. Um, of course, you realise Frontier are going to have to be consistent now, so if they ever do another Locate, it will have to be orange. They can't, orange, they can't, yeah, they can't yeah, call yeah. a blue one Locate now. That would just be madness. Yeah, it'd be crazy. I think the locate is my favourite out of those batch, yeah. just because the the sort of orange and and yellow goes it really works, really well. It? Yeah, I really I really I really like the extract. I love a bit of cyan. That'd go really nice with um, pink lasers. I really like cyan and pink together. <laughs> do a do a system <laughs> like that. It has to be hot pink. No, F nine E F nine C. That'll work. I've got a very specific taste for pink. Me- 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 memorised the colour code already. <laughs> I know the colour code. I know the colour code that I use all the time. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine if I didn't? I'd have to look it up every time. That would be ridiculous. Um, yeah, that sounds like really something nice. I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> for the first, like, 80 times, maybe. Um, yeah, no, they're really nice. If you want to catch them... Grab one of those skins and you can grab one for the low, low price of 2,420 arcs. I don't know if that's a low, low price, but it's quite nice. If you don't, if you don't have one for your Viper or you're, you're flying, you're flying a <gasps> naked Viper around all the time. Um, I know. I, I, I also now realizing that I said naked, um, naked Viper multiple times when something's recording me, which is excellent. We're going to take a break. And when we come back... <laughs> You're getting hot flushes now, aren't you? Exactly, exactly. And that, it's that kind of age now, Ben. It's getting to me. Um, when we come back, we will come back with our main discussion, talking about, I don't know, any old shit. We'll make some of that. Oh, boy, space is cold in here. That commander has a cheek sitting up in his cosy and warm cockpit while we haul radioactives around his cargo bay. Oh, is it cold? I haven't noticed. Oh, that's right. Why, you're not even shivering. Maybe it's because I picked up this North Coast Cargo Bay sweater. It keeps me warm and stylish. Say, that is a nice jumper. It's made from the finest Verex wool and handcrafted by novitiates in the underground monasteries of Van Manen's Star. Wow. Where can I get one? New North Coast Cargo Bay sweaters. Be the envy of your friends. Wow, every lady from here to the Empire. Be warm and toasty, even on the tenth planet of a dying star. Now on sale at Spark and Mensa. Better now? Better? Why, I feel so warm I'll probably never catch man flu again. Spark and Mensa. Because nothing says sexy like a neck-high jumper. 
Listen here, ladies. While your man is out and about bringing home the bacon, you need to make sure you look your best, which is why we present to you our Lady Shave. It's small enough to fit into your dainty lady hands and releases a perfumed scent as you cut away that ghastly body hair. Listen here, ladies. Say no to substandard shaving. At Saracen, we believe a woman deserves a shave as good as a man's. Introducing the Pamphor Clipper for women. Gone are the days of your unruly body hair making you look like a bedraggled alpaca. The Pamphor Clipper is the biggest, baddest shaver credits can buy. And now, it's available in pink. A shade so smooth you'll need a tighter Dominator suit. The new Pamper Clipper Lady Shave from Saracen. It's exactly what you've been asking for. In pink. Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameship charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates Chat-Up Guide for free. I've got a very large hard point. Would you like to see my very large hard point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my irritated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you've got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Okay, so... Um, we thought that today might be, given the fact that we've had a big influx of stuff happening in, um, uh, Galnet this week, we thought that it might be quite fun to touch on this kind of limbo space that we currently have between now and update 15. 15, did I say that right? Is it 15? Yeah. 15, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I would just i keep thinking it's either 14 or 16 i don't know why i can't get my head around the fact that it's 15 um and i i thought it would be quite a a fun moment for us to talk about what we're expecting to see happen in this relatively short period of time so april and may for the most part what what are we and this is a really this is gonna be really open gang um what are we sort of like thinking is going to happen within those that sort of period of time really sitting within this salvation aegis azimuth surgeon tanner camp yeah it's it's interesting because none of the galnet stories are really I, i don't quite know where the galnet stories are going because in my mind 
update 15 is going to be some uh, let's let's say some sort of mega shutdown field neutralized what i suppose what i'm expecting is that palin and or ramtar are going to come out with a galnet saying we've finished analyzing your relics and we've managed to put it to good use and here's the cg and we need um lots of super glue and circuit boards and uh, pamphlets and we're going to squadge those all together and make you a super shutdown field neutralizer that you can use to get to the heart of the maelstrom and then update 15 will drop and we'll go and do that and see what's there what I don't get is what any of the Sojourner stuff, for example, has to do with any of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it, 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 it's interesting, isn't it? Because that that feels for me for me, I'm in total agreement with you that um, when we have a date for when update fifteen comes out, we'll have a um, on the run up to that, there will be this CG for the um, improved shutdown field neutralizer. Um, so a big collaborative project between Aegis, Palin, um, Ramtar, all of that stuff together. Um, in this big, we're gonna we're gonna make this amazing thing for you. Um, but in the meantime, what have we got? Probably realistically about seven weeks between then and now. Would yep. you? Because let's be honest, if, we, if it's any time, it's going to be the end of May. We're, we're, we're comfortable in making that prediction. I will be very, very surprised if it's any earlier than the end of May. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I completely agree because of, well, just practicalities with bank holidays and things as well, with them having support when they release mm-hmm. stuff. I, yeah, I, suspect, right. I suspect the end of May so that they're sort of free and clear of a lot of the bank holiday stuff that's mm-hmm. going to be going on and people not being available. Yeah. That's quite a lot of Galnet stories, isn't it? That's between yes. a good 15, 16, 17 Galnet stories. And a potential for, I can't see us going seven weeks without any CG in between. I know we've had a couple of weeks where we've not had one. But we used to, it used to be quite, Easy, I say easy. It used to, it got easier to predict what a Thursday CG was going to be based on Monday's Galnet. Whatever yeah. Monday, whatever Monday's mm. Galnet was, would would signal boost exactly what we were getting um, as far as um, Thursday's Thursday CG was going to be. But even that, even predict, predicting next the next season. Um, CZ, CG, is it going to be something between Torvel Mining and K, um, K Massey? Or is it going to be the big Aegis Asimov showdown? My money's on this Kane Massey thing. I you feel think like, so? That, that I th- feels like CG material, doesn't it? Yeah, and it also feels a little bit like... There's nothing wrong with this, and it's, and it's, it's very cool that Frontier can can do this but i feel like maybe particularly with the the delay of update 15 that they need a side story and this is it and i mm-hmm. don't think they just cobbled this up quickly you know thought, oh shit the updates delayed quick write some galnet I, I suspect they've had this you know parked oh. and ready to go at go and, and that's quite um you know that's sort of quite good forethought to think well you know we're gonna we, we we're gonna Timing these things must be really hard, you know, and to have update 15 yeah. down the line and maybe the Sojourner 
story ties into that more directly and to think we we need a a side story to fill the time that's that's pretty cool actually I think the assassination and the the sort of side bits to that that we've been getting we've been getting a lot of like political background yes. and disruption in the universe because you've got Hudson who's been told he's not going to have another term you've got sort of senior board members of big companies that might have enough money to challenge and do certain things that have yeah. been taken off the board so it seems to be sort of upsetting the political structure at the same time as we've got a war on You've got those big things coming in. So there's the potential of that spinning off into something else. I don't think it's necessarily going to spin into the Fargoid War, but it's going to be something that's there in the background, possibly causing a bit of disruption in our efforts. I think... Sorry, go ahead. All I was going to say is, um, what do you think, like, all this sort of political upheaval, even if it went to complete extremes beyond changing the portrait pictures in power play what do you think it could actually lead to in game i sort of find it hard to imagine anything dramatic you know even with the most dramatic gownet stories you could imagine concerning the three superpowers (laughs) what can that actually mean in game it's it's difficult to say really um I, I find this one really. This one's really fascinating to me because it's very much Empire. I think it's very much Empire versus Federation with regard to Kane Massey and um, God, what's her name? Torval. Um, that that I find I find kind of kind of interesting because it's it it's so um, it's like superpower level rather than just sort of like political intrigue kind of thing but what what it could mean for an in-game change other than a um other than a portrait especially now we know that the big rework isn't happening until the end of next year with with the hindsight of knowing that that is something that's coming at the like towards next year now unsure because yeah. it, had it been had it been two weeks ago um, before they'd announced that, I'd have I'd have been right on that bandwagon with the um, with the burst saying, "Oh, it, it's inevitable that um, power play is the thing." Yeah, I thought so too. You know, there was so much political yeah, stuff yeah. going on in your mm-hmm. life, but yeah, this is this is signposting a the um, you know the feature update being power play, but it really doesn't look like that now. Yeah, it's it's it may, it just makes me wonder what it's going to be. To be fair. Do you think there's any interest whatsoever? I, I can't. I can't think of an, anything but salt, grief, and and upset, frankly, over this. But you know, in the real world, when you have major, you know, big political shakeups, um, what normally happens is the economy goes to shit. And I, I just, I was trying I to. Imagine I can't think whether... of a real world equivalent where that would be the case. I'm joking. <laughs> I was trying to think whether there's any interest in game in having you know the the BGS economy. Um, sort of fall apart but it doesn't seem like it would be much fun i, th- I, mean, I think there'd be been... interest sorry no no, no go ahead <laughs> i think there would be interest from frontier's point of view maybe to make commanders spend the billions of credits that they have now acquired but i think there would be a lot of salt over that kind of thing 
where we're, we, we have not all become billionaires, speaking from my poor poverty-stricken commander at his mere billion. Um, his you know, mere I, billion. His mere billion. In, in space, I'm poor. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't imagine them doing a massive economy crash. But, no. I, but just, I could I just see don't why. Fancy. It'd be fun. I mean, it's interesting, but it's not fun, is it? So it isn't, yeah. it, it isn't the first. This, it wouldn't be the first time that we have command as commanders would have to would have would have to relearn BGS mechanics. They've they fucked with the BGS before. <laughs> um, like I have been um, been very been very lucky and privileged in a past life to be able to go and um, sit in on plans that they had for um, this is well, I'm talking years and years ago and plans that are, are now already in the game all the buckets and stuff like that um, been very very privileged to go and see the plans that they have in um, in in motion at the time and um, thinking oh my god it's gonna everyone's going to be in an uproar and we're going to have to relearn everything again and we learned it and we dealt with it and those of us who were at the time hardcore bgs players were like okay let's adapt to this new system and see what we can do and see how we can make it make it work for us so i don't know necessarily that there'd be as much salt as you would necessarily expect this to be because us nerds who like the BGS like learning new shit and like seeing how we get how we're gonna fuck with it this time, you know? Alec. Yeah. yeah, I just had one thought, which is um one nice thing about a collapse is it gives the opportunity for something new to rise. What I was wanting okay, uh, this is real um wishful thinking and pie in the sky stuff, but suppose the superpowers got into you know a, a bit a bit of a war and um and the economy did collapse and so things were things that we rely on um i want to say fuel but fuel's so cheap it would but you know just just the general trade and economy suppose it did collapse so it was really hard to make money trade um things that you needed to buy were really expensive and then suppose pirate factions in anarchy systems became the place to go to get stuff and it was a way of introducing something that we've touched on the show a few times yeah, which yeah. is the idea of making anarchists dangerous making a reason for people to have to go to them i, I don't know just one thought i suppose no 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 that's really that's a it's a really interesting thing is that it, we we've talked we've talked about it a fair few times wanting wanting anarchy to mean something and have um and Wanting elite to feel dangerous in that way. Yeah, if if you want to sell, you know, if you've mined a load of um, void opals and you you can only, you can't get any decent money for it at all in 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 um, decent places. The the, the 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 trouble is, it's a nice idea. I like the idea I'm running with, except I can't. They're not dangerous. They, you know, the places. It would be really cool if they were. And you know there, there were places you could go to to sell your void opals, but only yeah, with, with pirates and bandits they, they around every corner. Really yeah, yeah. No, I totally hear you. It, it's 
it, I think it would be really interesting if, and, and we've gone we've gone fully on Tangent Town again, as we always all want to do. But I think it'd be really interesting if, um, like, the price of platinum or a lot of things were to get really, really low, and then tritium goes skyrocketing, and all of these um, uh, fleet carriers that have stocked up on tritium are slowly dwindling, and they're like oh God, how am I going to be able to afford this? That'd be a way to sink all of the money that you've made um, Thargrade hunting. I may never financially recover from this uh, sort <laughs> of uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> meme <laughs> on the go. Yeah, that no, I, 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 it's it's definitely a possibility that they could do. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I think there'd be a bit too much grief and I think that yes. Frontier are probably grief wary at this point. <laughs> yeah. No, they've got to be brave. <laughs> That's such a meme at this point. It's so, we've made this into such a meme, making Frontier brave. Um, what, like, bringing back to this, um, this sort of like, I, I don't want to say limbo period again, but that this sort of um, in between period with the waiting, waiting for update fifteen to load um, moment. Do we think there's going to be? Are we going to get to a point where um, Aegis and Azimuth are going to are going to clash before update fifteen? Do you think? Maybe. It's a bit like I mean, it's a bit of a classic um, sort of film trope, isn't it? Where you you sort of have two rivals for i don't know that like the public attention or or, or two candidates mm. that are that are going to be the hero and and one of them wins and you think it's a good one that's won and then it turns out it's not and then the other one comes back from the wilderness and turns out to be you know the hero so you could sort of spin it that way couldn't you you could have ages versus azimuth again and ages come out on top yeah i don't know yeah, I, 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 I would very much. Obviously, I have, I have a very vested interest in seeing, um, seeing Azimuth topple. Um, I, I feel like that would be for for those of us who were a little bit like less. We we've we've done a lot of we've done a lot of Thargo combat. It's a huge amount of it. It would be really nice to see just who's going to be supporting what if if that happened what it would look like what what mm. what would what would it look like what would that cg look like if it was a flat out war because it would i can't see it being like equal rewards and how much would that sway sway commanders and how much elite dangerous am i going to have to play at the point <laughs> um chris yeah, I, w- I was going to say, I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is them currently simulating their first intergalactic sort of war that they've got at the moment with the Thargoids. And you could definitely put that similar sort of technology to use with Azimuth Aegis if you wanted to, maybe on a smaller extent or a different state. I mean, I'm probably creating some sort of absolute nightmare for a developer. Um, but there's definitely things like that that you could do. And... Um, Alex kind of mentioned it in chat as well. The fact that salvation is still out there, potentially, dot, dot, dot. There's, if, if there was something that was going to get part of the galaxy to be very much against Asimov at this point, 
it would be if they are hiding salvation somewhere and people want a bit of restorative justice. Um, that would potentially kick things off. So with the knowledge, so with the knowledge that so uh, uh, Janae has said, yes, it's it's here. Um, I I'm fully confident that this is the case. Do we need proof before we do anything? And if there is a CG to find that proof, is that something that you think players would engage with? Oh, what sort of a, a, a hunt the pieces of salvation on and the hind network? Hind mine again, kind of hind mine mark two, but um, Soa versus Daddy Savlon. Ooh. I mean, adding in the on foot capacity and stuff that we've got now? Adding in, adding in your sort of frontline fun times with it. Yeah, if if there's a, if there's a station that if there's a there. station, if there's a thing, um, potentially, potentially, but it would depend on the rewards and stuff, wouldn't it? I, I think, I think a lot of it comes down to rewards sometimes when it's these uh, when it's the CGs. How did the um, how did the high mine CG go? Um, it went it 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 went in the way of Taurus Mining Ventures, um, one against Tanner acting of his own accord. So it was. It wasn't. It wasn't Aegis versus Azimuth at the time. This was prior to. Oh, yes, um, yes, I prior that. to Azimuth being a thing, it was. Tor- they were tourist mining ventures, <laughs> and that's who Tanner, on his own, was going for. He didn't have the backing of um, the backing of anything else. Do we? Do we know where Sojine is now? We don't, do we? Yes, we do. She's with do Aegis. We? Yeah. Um, according to the the Gauna article where the Far God caught, got her, she said, I would very much like to be returned to my friends now. And they went, okay, we trust your whatever um, higher power plan that you have. Okay, and Aegis are her friends? Yes, Aegis context. are the ones who have been looking after her um, sure. all this time. Okay, that's interesting. I always interpreted that with her friends differently. And I always thought, oh, are there other... No, are no, no, other... it, it's Aegis the... because... Um, okay. Uh, Tesro gave a statement off, uh, on that article as well, saying we're grateful for her return, along oh, yes. those lines. Yes, okay, yeah, I see. Mm, yeah, okay. I don't know, I just think... We've asked this question quite a few times. Do you, do you believe, Soa in that there is still some form, oh, sorry, Miss Sower, in the, in the fact that there is still some form of, of of salvation out there? Or do you side with Azimuth and saying, yeah, no, only the Utopia Project has got close to that? Daddy Savlon lives! Daddy Savlon lives! Savlon lives! I think he has to, because it, it's a really... My reasons are, are completely out of game, but but as an author, you know why why would why would Frontier introduce this idea if it weren't going to be true? It'd be, it would be a daft storyline to have it turn out that Nah Sojourne was um, was making it all up. It just feels like that would be daft. So I well, guess it was the, vo- the voices in her head were telling her she does have yeah. voices in her head. It's such a. It's, she's such an interesting. It's she's such an interesting character um, to bring into this world of um, humans that haven't been. Like some of them have got a lot of biological um, 
biological uh, enhancements and things like that. Um, but she, she's just, I just find her so, it's such an interesting and compelling character, especially now we have a voice. And we do also, we as the players have the tangible proof of Nemesis. We know that Nemesis exists. because That's in the cutscene. From the cutscene, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, but we don't know 100%. Well, obviously we don't know 100%, but we don't know that she is, that Nemesis is exactly what um, Miss Sarah is pointing, whether she's accurate about it. I would be very surprised if she wasn't. Does, does anyone else think this is the way this salvation using Guardian Tech thing is the way that Frontier are going to bring the Guardians back to life is the wrong, is not quite what I mean. But the Guardian stuff we've, we've been told, and I, I think I accept, are a, a dead race. And we've found, you know, the ruins, and obviously the ruins are protected by automated defence systems like the Sentinels. But I, I feel like they're sticking to the story that, no, 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 the Guardians are, are gone, ancient. But obviously there's this cool stuff in the game, you know, this cool tech, these cool sites, the the possibility of cool new Guardian things. And I just wonder whether this salvation plotline is the way that they can bring that back to life by having salvation be, he he be the he be the sole controller of this AI kind of this um the central hub of the he be he be the the board in its entirety or, yeah or he find a way to reactivate it and yeah I suppose so could be it does it does say in the codex just for for clarity it does say in the codex that the guardians were utterly destroyed that is what that's quoting from the co- codex so it wouldn't. It wouldn't be calling the guardian, the guardians in themselves to come back. It would, if, if it was something like that, and he could, no, but if use he could tune technology, into yeah, yeah, yeah. If he could use this technology um, to tune into the the guardian AI and be like, hey, I'm the one man army now. Look at my, <laughs> look at my super oh, drones Jesus. that are all connected to my hive mind. Yeah, imagine if oh, he suddenly got. Full control over all Guardian stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that would be horrific, and a hell of a story. And you know, the next level of of tech. Do you, do you know what I mean? Of of the yeah. next level of like yeah. the thing for us to um us to fight against. That's do you know what would be amazing to witness? One of the things that the Thargoid War has um, has allowed us to witness is, you know, things like NPCs fighting Thargoids outside stations and stuff. Um, what we haven't seen, which I suppose we know happened and would be in a most amazing spectacle, is to see Guardian tech fighting Thargoid tech. Oh, I'd love that. No, that'd be cool. You know what? I would actually... Just to accidentally walk it, like fly into it, you mm. know? Flying you know, there and, and there's already like a shit ton of things fighting. And I guess we'd be alongside that scenario. I'm just wondering whose side we'd be on. I mean, imagine if we could be on either side. Well, imagine if one side was salvation, 
I get the feeling we're going to be on <laughs> on one. If, if, in that scenario, we would be on one side. Would you be fighting with the Thargoids against Salvation? Because he's I'm fighting against <laughs> both of them. Yeah, I don't. Definitely. I don't think there's a differentiation between them. Everything. Everything. Everything that isn't Pilots Federation or um, NPC would be red, and you just have to. <laughs> To deal but with the it. enemy of my enemy is my friend. Absolutely not. Those um, Thargoids are, are angry, um, lightning murder bugs, and they will be destroyed alongside they, it. They look so pretty. They're they do look pretty. Flowers. They do look pretty, but the Guardian tech looks really pretty as well. You don't oh, see yeah. me going, oh, well, never mind. That's not going to... Uh, I'm not going to shoot at them because it's triangle-shaped. I, I shoot regardless of shape. But I am um, ambivalent towards all other races. <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, no, we we. I I, I think that's gonna that's that would be such a fascinating turn of events. The other thing of being boring and serious actually is having three sides to a fight makes that fight so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Mm. It makes it makes for um and it also it also sort of like makes for more bar graphs and more things like that where we're making those decisions as, <laughs> no, but but like do we do we support this, do we support that, which way are we where are we gonna see? And mm-hmm. um as Katie has just written in chat, if we're talking about triangles, a three sided war would definitely be triangular. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I see it, we've nailed it. That's it. That's it. We've got there. That's it. We've got there. That's um, what what episode is this? We we made it. Salvation we, we... takes control of the guardians, and we have a three sided war. Three sided war. There we I go. Three sided war is is the show title. Jesus. Crikey. Okay. You know, after um, that, I think we need a rest next week. Yeah, I think we do need a rest next week for of that. That's, holy, that I mean, I mean that definitely has legs. <laughs> it certainly has legs. It would it, that would be really interesting as well. Even if, even if there is like a CG which is um, Aegis versus Azimuth, um, like Hide Mine Mark Two. Now all the cards are on the table, kind of thing. Uh, well, most of the cards. But let let's find out this uh, all of this information that we can um, in T Towery, and there's a big fight that goes on. Whichever side wins doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, because at the end of it, Salvation reveals himself anyway, and we're just flying along the day that that war finishes, and we get a little pop up message going, "Hi, remember me? I am your Salvation." Fuck me, that would be fantastic. Cool. Oh my gosh. I get really excited when I think about stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we're never good. It, it, it's like stuff we get really excited about and then nothing happens. Um I would love to see, I would love to see a um a pop-up from a pop-up from Salvation again. I think that would be that would be enough to drive me insane. I would like oh, to yeah. see something happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. That kind of thing. I'd like to see something over um, something <laughs> cool to happen over the bank holiday weekend. Do you uh, think, well, one other question: Do you think that Sojin, from the point of view of Galnet, Sojin uh-huh. has largely served her purpose now in revealing um, Nemesis? No, no, no. Because I think I think she also holds the key 
oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a, um, a, a Thargo's a friends dot food person now. But I think she also holds the key to any potential communication that we have with Thargoids because it certainly ain't flying out a mega ship and flashing lights at them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that that's the side of Sojourner that we've we've sort of with the you know salvation stuff i'd sort of forgotten but yeah of course she's also has the potential to be like a thargoid emissary or or at least mm-hmm. you know, interpret she their... can interface with thargoids yeah she she knows she um, i think she understood the 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 thing from ages ago when she made herself known because she'd been in hiding for so long she was like the thargoids i know what i know what they said what they're saying i know what they want kind of thing mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like we're gonna, it, we would lose that if we're, if we're not careful. I think she's, I think she's going to be fine. I don't think she'd ever go back to Azimuth. And if she did, I think she could probably get away because I think she's savvy enough to be able to do that. From the very small snippet of conversation I saw in three logs from her, between her and Tanner. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, she's obviously able. You know, she's obviously capable enough to, you know, get out there and find shit out about Daddy Savlon. Yeah, that yeah, he yeah. Probably doesn't want to find out about. I mean, as as Kate is saying, she um she did say herself that the reason that he just wants her so wants her so close and wants to make sure that she's okay is because she is that missing link. She's the yeah. Rosetta Stone. In, in this instance. And um, Metal Marrow says D2 will control Thargoid, Salvation will control Guardians stuff at the end, and mm-hmm. getting Clash of Titans on the end of war. I, I disagree that um, uh, Sarah will control the Thargoids because I don't think she even mm-hmm. wants to in the slightest. No, I, that's true, isn't it? it that, that's the only issue with this idea of her sort of acting as, you know, there, there was speculation of her sort of being like a power play leader for the Thargoids, but she's not pro-Thargoid, I mean. No, no, I don't think, I think she was very much... Um, not necessarily anti-Thargoid, but she's... No, she, she's just the, the one person who is available. She's the one person that's available to... Um, to and has that those powers. She's the one person that we know of at the moment, I should clarify, because there might be others um that we haven't we haven't found out about yet. Ben I'm just picturing an idea of imagine if Daddy Savlon comes up and basically goes all Guardian AI Dulali. D2 basically comes out and says, I can I can control and enable the Thargoids. And then going with what Marty Gamer is going with, then we do, you know, she's not inside of the Thargoids, but she can use them. And then that could potentially give us a two-sided kind of sort of CG where, okay, you know, you're supporting the Thargoids technically, to fight off the threat of Daddy Savlon, or you're supporting Daddy Savlon to fight off the you're building up the Thargoids, and that could be a hell of a CG. I, I, I would have, 
I would have agreed with you had it not been for the the sadness in the um in the thingy post the um in the audio logs she she it just doesn't it doesn't even feel like an option that she that she has any more that that we have any more uh, in a way that the the story would the story would go it just it just doesn't it it doesn't feel like that would sit true with her character and i am potentially reading an awful lot into that chris i i i think we're probably too past it with the fargoids at this point in order to do a team up that you would yeah. need to have <laughs> I you would I need to call it a team up though it's more yeah, uh, yeah I, and, and, and I can uh, use the Thargoids ships. Yeah, like we've got a common enemy. I, I, I could see us having weapons if, if we're going down the line of uh, salvation bad, salvation control, guardian stuff. Then we know that Thargoid stuff is good to take out guardian stuff to an extent and vice versa mm. so we would likely need to be armed with fargoid you know bits of fargoid weaponry in order to defeat guardian salvation stuff so after, by, by the time we in theory back fargoids into a corner which might never be a way but we've got them in a corner somehow then you could be using fargoids recovered equipment or modified equipment in order to then Imagine take if on... Imagine if you could fire a Thargoid swarm, for example. Yeah, <laughs> so that you, ha- you, have like, you have like our human hybrid equivalent of a Thargoid swarm thing that yeah. you can fire off. You've got the potential of that. I think you've got more likelihood of that than you do have of us sort of fighting along with or having an emissary with that's allowing us to fight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think we'd be far too out the way for it because I think Alex sort of said it earlier on about there being part of an end game of this being a bunch of engineers have got together and we've now got a thing to, to take the Thargoids on. My theory is that at the moment we've got no way of like reinforcing a system. So you can win back a system, the Fargoids can take it again, we can beat it back, we can beat them back again, they can take it again. But we've got no way of reinforcing in the same way that they've got of deploying a maelstrom. So like our yeah. human yes. equivalent of having something that gets created and eventually once you get enough systems in an area and deliver enough MacGuffins into the middle, you can create the human equivalent of a maelstrom that fights off and repels Fargoids for a few systems. And that would be our way of cornering them, you know, sort of keeping them hemmed to a particular sphere. And at that point, you, you've then got the permanent battle, but also they're not going to be encroaching. Now, we might lose a huge chunk of the bubble before we do that. Um, but that's sort of my randomy theory for that. Yeah. And then you could have your guardian stuff then starts happening because you've got the Fargoids in one corner. You can still use them to farm the materials that you need for your new Fargoid blaster or pew pew gun. But um, but your your guardian fight's going to be in the other corner with uh, Salvation Gone Mad. Yeah. You'd turn it into a giant galactic game of Go at that point. yeah i think i have sorry (laughs) on the note note of that um, of pushing back and things on those lines there was a tweet that came out 
from um, uh, the Elite Dangerous tweet, um, Twitter account um, today, actually, which said, for the first time since the start of the um, invasion, independent pilots have successfully begun pushing back the Thargoid incursion. Join the fight and help defend humanity. So we are now all of the sliders have been put into the correct position it and we found we've started paying attention to those alert systems we are beginning to push back which might be really good timing for update 15 as well so there's likely more of that between between now and uh um in the next seven weeks should we say yeah cool i like that i hadn't seen that tweet actually yeah yeah yeah. i just thought i just thought about it then when um when chris was talking it was like yeah no we have we are pushing them back it's it's starting in in areas uh, enough of us concentrating on one um on one maelstrom means that um stuff isn't happening i know also that, that i don't what did they say let me check it's not going to be any alerts in this week. Vestek, uh, uh, clear, there'll be no invasions in Ligong this week because of the efforts that people have done around the the Ligong. Li I'm butchering that pronunciation. Um, that maelstrom. There's not going to be any invasions there because the alerts were all cleared, which I think is amazing. That's really cool. So, um... Anybody is that, everyone, is that everyone tissue sampling? Yeah, I think so. I think it's tissue sampling <laughs> and killing officers and doing all of that, all of that nonsense. Unless anybody's got anything, anything else to add, I think given the time, we'll probably move on. Perfect. I think we're in for we think we're in for an interesting few weeks on the run up to and some interesting Galnet articles. Um so then we will move to the um, community corner and I will pass to Alec. Bucky Ball is bloody back. <laughs> so uh, we have a new, I mean, I sort of touched on this, but it's, it's properly back now. We've got a forum thread. We've got a magnificent banner. Um, one of our sort of long-time Bucky Ball races, uh, Brusky, has sort of really uh, run with this. So he's posted a fantastic forum thread that describes the championship which is called the Swift 16, following on from last year's Magic Eight Ball. It doesn't mean there's <laughs> it doesn't mean there's sixteen races this time. It's just another eight, which makes a total of sixteen. I, I did panic when I saw that. I was yeah, like, what? I, I, whatever. I think we just like the name, really. Um, he's done a fantastic animated banner, which I'm, I'm sure is we're going to get told to take off the forums eventually. But I'm seeing more and more people adopting it, and there's just these all these animations of Buckyball logos flying around, and it's great. Um, yeah, so we have eight races starting this coming Saturday. Uh, I'll come on to that race itself. Um, we're sort of doing what we did before, picking a bunch of old favourites and also some new ones. Um, there's a lot of gaps still in the schedule, working people work out which race they're actually going to run. So the first one I'll talk about in a minute is the Empire Hustle, which I think is a bit of a rerun. Um, 
and then we've got I'm doing one in May, Skur is doing one in June, Reiko's doing one in July, and Psychic, you are doing one in August. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us have decided which ones yet. I'm all... thinking about doing, I'm thinking about potentially doing the one that we did for the Soteria Accord and actually okay. like um, piggybacking it into the Buckyball race and making it an official Buckyball, but we'll cool, see. Cool, cool. I've got an idea as well, but I, I'm going to keep it to myself now. It's quite fun. Um, and then we've got um, Kayla Minkola in September is doing Breaking Badly. <laughs> He's come up with this whole series of races that are um, sort of wonderful film puns, but have all got all intriguing rules. So he's going to run that. That's a brand new one. Uh, and then Ashnak is doing Prison Break in October, which is um, a lot of fun. I remember that the first time around. It's to do with landing on landing pads that you're not normally supposed to land on. And then Osric is finishing up the season in November with Close Encounters. So, yeah, it's it's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, this first race, which starts this Saturday, uh, which is being run by Sulu, is the Empire Hustle. Um, the basic, well, the basic premise of the name is that you're only allowed to use Empire ships. And the so, Cobra, though, right? Well, I was coming to that, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's... On the surface, it's the um, it's the ultralight Imperial Eagle, the light Imperial Courier, the medium Imperial Clipper, or the heavy Imperial Cutter. Um, but we're also resurrecting the regulation ship from last year, so people can literally dust off the ship that they used in last year's championship, which is the Venerable Cobra. Take uh, off the weapons. Of, yes, they can get the guns off it. Um, otherwise, that is the regulation class ship incredible and this race is it, it it's a nice it, it sort of reminds me a little bit of how we started last year's with the pareco race because it's it, i've done a couple of practice runs already and it's pretty simple it's five stations um and you can run there's a designated start finish station but apart from that you can put the other four in whatever order you like um and what you have the, the, the only sort of twist on it is that when you arrive at each station you get one screenshot at the front of the station, but then before you dock, you have to go and fly around the back and then and then come back to the front again. So there's a nice little loop around each oh, station. interesting. Um, and these are all, uh, not, I'm not good on my station types. They're not Coriolises. They're the the sort of longer ones that have all the arms and... Um, a cellus? It yes, might be a cellus. That sort of thing. So so your route to round the back is quite interesting because you have to weave through all the structures or take the long way around. Oh, that's fascinating. That sounds like it might be... Um, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I that's love good. it. And in something like the Imperial Courier, it's, it's a pretty quick lap. You know, I think it's... I don't know. I'm guessing now, but it feels like it's about 20 minutes or something. So there's there's plenty of opportunity for doing lots of runs. And mm. I, I, I can see you streaming this a lot, Psychic. Mate, mate, God. Oh, content for next week sorted. Oh, I might be off next week. Oh, shit. I said I was going to be off next week. I uh, might I might chuck in a, a cheeky stream and give it a go because that, it, it's a lot of fun. Oh, man. It is a lot of fun. Do get involved with Buckyball if you can. Um, it doesn't matter if you're not fast. It honestly doesn't. It's just, like, something else to take part in. Yeah. And do you it know what? really work if you're doing a Buckyball. Does it really work if you're doing a buckyball, did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what? If you, if you do give it a go, I mean, do a couple, because the, the, the thing about buckyball time trials is that while you are competing against other people, I find it becomes a, 
not exactly competing with yourself, but you, you find yourself improving and learning faster ways to do things. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's the most fun that I've had is like beating previous yeah. times and just stuff. Just the idea of, you know, laying down time and then going, I know where I went wrong. I'm going to do yeah. that one more time. That's just really fun. It gets a little bit, it gets a little bit moorish and addictive. I, I love a buckyball week. Yeah. Holy yeah. nuts. Oh, you're the one point club is one point club is where it's at apparently so oh, really I, I think is. i'll set that as my goal it but really yes. is and who are, who, who are you gonna beat if you can't beat yourself <laughs> it's not saturday and it's all next week so you that's the thing with the time trial you can do it whenever you fancy so if you're free on you know sunday night do a bit on sunday night if you've got wednesday morning off do a bit wednesday morning yeah. whenever you're free the whole week yeah, it's super fun. It really is. It really is super fun. Oh, man, it might be the following we like take off. Okay, cool. Um, is do we don't have a we don't have a mostly clueless today? Does has anybody come across something that they wish to? They wish. Where was to it share? that you said that you could collect push again, uh, uh, Alec? <laughs> from the oh, from the signal sources. I don't think it's unspecified. Unspecified. It begins with a U. Definitely begins with a U. So, yeah. so you know, you know when you um, when you detailed surface scan a planet, and then you've got things like crash sites, and I don't know, there's about five different types of things you can find on a planet, and one of them is begins with a U. <laughs> I'm hoping someone in chat will remind me what it is. Irregular. Thank you. It's, it's got a U in it. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the one. Irregular Close. marker. Irregular, Irregular marker. marker. There we go. Um, that that was my mostly clueless for this week. It yeah, was and Alec giving me information. They typically have a threat level and they're guarded by a few soldiers. So you, what I do is just um, take them out with the SRV and then go down with the Artemis, Domain Artemis suit, the Maverick suit, sorry, and cut open a panel. And it's a little bit random, but um, these things are usually full of drugs. Mm. Perfect. Awesome. And Guardian Relics, if I've been there first. I, I, I believe you, Alex. Thousands wouldn't. Okay. Um, we do have some other business. Um, friends, ECM 2023 has been announced, um, which is very exciting. Um, it has been announced um, on the 19th of August at the Hilton St. Anne in Wokingham. Um there is a Discord for um for ECM. It will be linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. If you don't know what ECM is, it's ECM is the Elite Community Meet. Um Hutton um announced it last um last week. Um I think Dave announced it on um Hutton last week. Am I right in saying this? Please, anyone correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, he, he did, did announce it, yeah. Okay, cracking. Thank yeah. you. There was some <laughs> teasing week, eyes waiting to be. Yeah. Last week he was saying it was penciled in announced and then today he's actually like yeah the money's been paid we have the deposit Sweet. we have everything done fantastic um, yeah you can't so, buy tickets yet but it's apart from that it's live it's perfect excellent excellent awesome so um 9th of august hopefully hopefully we'll see um we will see a lot of you there i'm I'm personally hoping to be able to go the week weekend before that. I am in Scotland in a wedding, so there's a lot of moving around and stuff that week. So hopefully um we will we will go there. There is a Discord. The link for the Discord will be in the show notes. Um second bit of other business. Um 
which I've already mentioned, we've talked about a lot. We need a rest. So we're not, there's not going to be any lave next week. And um, we're taking a bit of an extended um, Easter break. Um, but we will be back the following week. I'm not missing anything. No. You know what's going to happen is there's going to be a major news drop this week, isn't there? Oh, well, if there is, if there is, you can um, you can catch us on not Frameshift Live this Thursday over at Twitch.tv. Oh no! Please no, God. Um, so we shall we shall move on to the shoutouts. Um, our sister station that we've just mentioned, Hutton Orbital Radio, broadcasts on Thursdays from eight thirty UK time. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, or for just the audio at radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. We're also giving shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, which have appeared over the last year, or standard regular contributors. They are the Guard Frequency, who do other space games, and also. So, oh, lovely friends over at Loose Screws who apparently really like the Golden Girls. Following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Special thanks to those who have chipped in on Twitch chat and our in-game commanders. Who have we seen in-game? Trish, you want to ask why I do it? I'm doing it. So we've got Commander Rich, 1986 Rich. We've got Commander Entrial, William Solo, who managed to cop up managed to cock up a mission for us thank you commander um siberian and i believe sadachi's here sorry sedchai is here oh and duck duck one was here earlier but they've gone and oddball 1952 is that right chris did i miss that one yeah that that was one right at the beginning i don't know if they were officially here to see us or if they just wandered into the bar saw us and ran away (laughs) commander walks into a bar and Sees the power of you and's like, holy shit, absolutely not. (laughs) Oh, I forgot it was that night in leave, oh oh no. Special thanks also go to um, Commander Tocoso, Jay Intrax and Alan Stroud, who created the music used on the show. That is it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you would like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at info.laveradio.com. You can also find links to all of our social media that Ben is going to put up either in the show notes or on our website at laveradio.com. I ain't reading all of that out. Do get in touch if you have any questions or if there is anything that you would like us to discuss in a future episode. Um, Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30pm and streamed out on laveradio.com slash live. Thank you to Ben. Thank you, Psychic. Thank you to Alec. Thank you, Psychic. Happy Easter, everyone. Woohoo, it's Easter. Have your Jesus eggs. Thank you to the Chris Mark for... Yay, happy chocolate day, people. Woo woo! Um, and thank you also to today's spe- um, tech specialist, Commander Putnik Santiago. Thank you very much, and have a good night. Welcome back, Putnik. Woo it's good to have you back, mate. Um, until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you're unable to do that, please, by all means, fly dangerous. Is your life like this? I like someone having an orange insert. <laughs> 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 you need a safe word. Space can be done. <laughs> <laughs>
want to see the galaxy. Ah, oh, damn it. No worries, guys. Hold the fort for two seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>